damn, I miss apartheid. Legit, bro. Yo, back in those days, everything was real. Nobody was faking jacks. Nah, everybody was fucking one hundred. They kept it real. They were really bothered about, about it. Nobody was fake back in those days. Everything was fucking real, bruv. I miss apartheid because everything was real back in those days. Everything was fucking genuine. Everything was fucking authentic. Legit, bruv. I miss authenticity. I miss realness. Legit. Everybody is fake these days, bruv. Apartheid was authentic. I mean, bruv, yo, the fucking brutality of apartheid was genuine. Facts, bruv, yo, white people didn't fuck with black people at all. Legit, bruv, white people wanted to kill us all like fucking odd future Wolfgang. They wanted to kill us all. And bruv, they went about it in a super authentic way. Their fucking hate for black people was authentic. Legit. Bruv, they hated our skin, our hair. They called it tougher har. Legit. That shit was fucking real. Bruv, yo, dude. I just said tougher har, right? Bruv, I got chicken skin. Legit. I got little fucking bumps on my fucking arm. I got goosebumps, bro. By Shubile. By Shubile. That's how I look right now, bro. I've got goosebumps all over my body. Bruv, you're saying Kafahara. Legit, yo, bruv, yo. Yo, it gives me the fucking chills Because that shit is real It comes from a real place It was birthed In a place Of fucking authentic behavior And bruv Yo Apartheid Was fucking authentic Legit Everything they did Was authentic Motherfuckers behaved Authentically They were like yo look we don't fuck with black people and we are going to act accordingly. We are going to treat them accordingly. We are going to behave accordingly. And that shit right there is real. Bruv, they hated everything of ours. White people back in the days hated everything. And I'm pretty sure they still do. Okay? But these days, bruv, yo, they're going to fucking tuck it in. Legit. They gotta tuck it in. All facts. They gotta fucking tuck it in. It has to be fucking covert. No. I want it to be in my face. It's real. I want that shit to be overt. I wanna feel it. Touch it. Smell it. Bruv. I love authenticity. Good or bad. Bruv. I miss apartheid. Legit, that shit was real. That shit was dope. That shit, bro, yo, apartheid was authentic, man. Original top skipper. Bro, yo, you can buy that shit. 
You can buy authenticity. Authenticity is like class. Okay? It's like fucking class. You can have multiple degrees, but bruv, you still can't buy class. Motherfuckers be out there. Paying out of their fucking asses, right? Paying their fucking student loans. Bruv, yo, you can pay all you want, but you still can't buy class. Facts. And authenticity is just like that, right? It's just like class. You can buy it. It's fucking real. Bruv, I miss about date, bruv. White people hated our culture, our fucking language, but, but, they loved our music. Yeah. They fucked with fucking Miriam Makeba. You know? They fucked with fucking Sipo Hot Sticks. Legit. Stimela. They fucked with those niggas. They hated everything about us, but they fucked with our music. They fucked with our music. And that shit is a beautiful thing. Because two things can be true. You can hate a people. But still fuck with their fucking music and, you know, and their fashion. Right? And their overall swag. Two things can be true. Right? Two things can be true. Right? It's like how motherfuckers back in the days in New York. Right? Most New Yorkers, most white New Yorkers didn't fuck with Italian whites. Right? They hated Italians, but they loved pizza. Right? They loved pizza, bruv. Legit. Some people hated white people from Ireland. Right? They hated Irish white people, but, but... They love St. Patty's Day. What the fuck is going on outside? The dogs are wilding. Is the army in my neighborhood? Who's getting shot today? Who the fuck is getting shot today? Bruv, I saw a video a few days ago of the South African police. Black South African police, right? Right? Policemen and women out there shooting nurses in Velcom in the Free State. Yeah. Yeah. They were out there shooting nurses. Bruv, yo, fam, we have a pandemic worldwide, globally. Okay? We have a fucking pandemic. New York is running out of resources. Spain is announcing dead people on a daily. They're out there like, yo, hey, this fucking guy was shopping and he fell. This fucking lady was out there drinking water and she fell. Here's what it is. Motherfuckers are out there clocking while doing everyday normal basic shit. Right? Motherfuckers be out there chopping carrots. And then they fall. The fucking COVID is here, bruv. 
The COVID is here. Motherfuckers be out there swimming. Guess what? They drowned. Right? That's how it goes, bruv. It's COVID-19 time. Legit. It's that time, bruv. COVID-19, bruv. You know what time it is. COVID-19. New York is running out of resources. People in Spain are dropping like flies. Italy is basically Syria. Right? China is in fucking denial. And in South Africa, we are shooting nurses. Hey fam, what would Joe Rogan do? In this situation, bruv, what would Joe Rogan do? Oh, you don't want to talk, bruv? You don't want to talk? Hey, yo, speech Blast him. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. Hey, yo, bruv. Answer the simple question, bruv. What would Joe Rogan do, bruv? In this situation, what would Joe Rogan do? Ayo, Speecho, reload, man. He still ain't talking. Blast. What would Joe Rogan do? Bruv, I miss apartheid. Because back in those days, when black people were getting shot by white people... That shit came from a real place. It came from an authentic place. They shot us down because they hated us. Everything about us. Right? They hated every single thing about us, bruv. Except our music, of course. Of course. Right? And our swag and how we dressed. But it's all good. They didn't fuck with black people. Okay? I miss apartheid because when black people were getting murked in our townships, that shit was authentic. I'm not saying respect it. I don't respect it. I lost family members, right? I lost loved ones during those days. Legit. I'm not saying respect that shit. All I'm saying is... That shit was authentic. Right? Don't respect the fucking act of apartheid. Right? But respect where it comes from. Right? It comes from a real place. I mean, bruv, imagine hating somebody so much so you're like, you know what? I'm going to mow down his whole family. That shit is real hate. That means you don't fuck with this person so much that this person must not exist in order for you to have fun, in order for you to have a good time on this planet, in order for you to have a smile on your face again. This person must not exist. They must cease to exist in order for you to have a good time on this planet. Right? That means your bruv. That means you don't fuck with that person. That means, bruv, you hate that person. If you are willing to go to prison, bruv, yo, if you are willing to go to prison, yo, listen, 
Listen, your hatred is authentic. I don't respect the act, right? But I respect where it comes from. I'm like, you know what? Hey, this fucking guy killed 50 people. But, 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 but you got to respect the fact that he hated somebody so much that he was willing to go to prison. Oh, oh, he was willing to also kill himself. Right? Because that's what many people do. Right? They kill people and then they kill themselves too. Right? So, bruv, yo. I respect where the hate comes from. Because we need more of that these days. Right? Back in the day when white people were killing black people. That shit was authentic because they hated us. Yeah. They hated us. These days... When black policemen are out there killing black nurses, that shit is not real. You know? I mean, bruv, they don't hate those nurses. The policemen who shot those fucking nurses in Velcom don't hate those nurses. No. No. They just shot them for fun. You know? Yeah, hey, bro, yo, look, yo, they just shot them for shits and giggles. Yeah, they were just having fun, right? The only thing missing there was a bunch of balloons, right? A fucking cake with some candles, right? Ice cream with fucking tiny little sprinkles on it, multicolored rainbow, Right? They don't fuck with gay people, but they like their fucking sprinkles, you know, multicolored. Right? These motherfuckers are paradoxes. They hate gay people, but their fucking sprinkles, their fucking toppings must be multicolored. There goes the fucking dogs again. What the fuck is going on? Is the army in my neighborhood? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe these fucking dogs are hungry. Bruv, I don't own dogs, by the way. My neighbors got dogs, though. And their fucking dogs are wild because they live outside. Right? In South Africa, dogs live outside. Right? It's South Africa, bruv. Hey, it's South Ah. TIA. This is Africa. But I digress. Legit. These motherfuckers shot those nurses for shits and giggles. Legit. Legit. They don't hate those nurses. So, bruv, this whole thing is not real. It's not fucking real. Right? Because these people are hurting other people for fun. It's not hate. It's just fun. You know? It's just fun, hey! It's all fun. Bruv, I miss apartheid. Legit. At least back then, when people were getting shot, it was for a fucking genuine reason. <laughs> right? My people were getting mowed down for a real authentic reason. I miss apartheid, bruv. Back then, bruv, yo, back then, 
when you saw a fucking German shepherd? Bruv, yo, you knew that white hate was just around the corner. When you saw a fucking German shepherd in the fucking township, you knew that white hate was camping somewhere in the block, burning a black dude's body, just chilling there, making s'mores. Right? Making s'mores. White hate was camping somewhere down the block, chilling. Right? Chilling. It has a little fucking campfire. Right? Jablani's fucking body's out there burning. Right? And white hate is just chilling there making s'mores. Right? Telling fucking campfire stories. Like once upon a time. There was a doggy. Walking down the fucking street. Right? And then that doggy caught fire. And now that doggy is here burning. And we are fucking cooking up. You know? We are fucking up. We cooking up. We got fucking marshmallows melting. Over his dead body. It is what it is. Bruv, yo, 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 this shit, yo. I'm sorry for starting off so dark. But fam, yo, I had to. I had to. Because the times that we are living in are fucking dark. They are dark. Let's hear, bruv. We are living in dark times. Bruv, I miss apartheid. Legit, I miss apartheid, bruv. The good old days. Right? The good old days, bruv. Fam, nowadays, black cops are just fucking with black people for shits and giggles. I want to be fucked with because I'm hated. Legit, I want to be shot because I'm hated. And that fucking hate must be real. It must be real. Legit. It must be real. Not what these fucking black cops are doing. No. That shit ain't real. I don't respect that. (laughs) My voice is even breaking. You know why I'm fucking preaching. My voice is fucking breaking because I'm fucking preaching. I'm preaching, bruv. I want authenticity. Legit, bruv. I want authenticity, bruv. Not fun. I don't want fun. Because, bruv, fam, yo, the apartheid police weren't having fun. When these motherfuckers were out there just fucking... Murdering black people on a daily. They weren't having fun. Because they hated us. Right? They hated their fucking jobs. And we were their jobs. Okay? We were their fucking jobs. And they hated their jobs. Legit. So, bruv. Bring that back because at least, at least 
when apartheid is back, the motherfuckers who are going to kill us hate us. At least then we'll be getting killed by people who hate us. Right? We are their fucking jobs. Bruv, you know, like, as I'm talking about black people being white people's jobs back in the days, I'm picturing a guy named Yaku in Boxburg. He's got two kids, a boy and a girl. He's fucking blessed, inshallah. Right? And every day at 4.30 a.m. sharp, he hops out of bed. Right? He gets fucking dressed up for work. Right? He cleans his fucking gun. Right? He gets ready for work. He fucking cleans his gun. Eats a fucking bowl of jungle oats. Because he's a real Afrikaner man. Right? He watches the fucking nuts. That's news. In Afrikaans. He kisses his fucking kids and his wife. And then he leaves. Right? He leaves. He leaves for work. He drives to fucking township because that's where his job is. Black people are his job. And then he kills a couple of people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he only killed two people on that day. I mean, come on, bro. That's a fucking bad day. He didn't shoot very well. He was missing a lot. Because black people are fast. <laughs> black people are fucking fast. Right? He only kills two people that day. It's a bad day. It's a bad fucking day. Right? And then he drives back home. And then when he walks through the fucking door, his kids... Rush up to fucking meet him and hug him. Right? They run up to him. Daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. No, they come. Wat gaan Was plank. Right? That's how they greet their father. They greet their father in Afrikaans. That's it. Ain't the blow fun. <laughs> right? That's what they say to their father, bruv. They fucking greet their father poetically. Handy blow fun. Exebra. Easy there. <laughs> right? And bruv, he's got fucking blood on his shirt. Right? And then his kids look up to him and say, Daddy, Papa, Papa. How many people did you kill today? At work. How many people did you kill today? And then Yaku looks at his kids and says, Tue. Tue. And he blow fun, Tue. Right? I only killed two. I only killed two. Exit. 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 Direct. Translation Right He's like yo I only killed two And then the kids just fucking Back off from him on some Ugh Disappointing You only killed two Oh my god 
I'm fucking embarrassed to call you my father right now. You only managed to kill two gaffers today? Only two? And Yaku's like, I know, I know, I know. Tomorrow is another day. Right? Tomorrow is another day. I'll make you guys proud. I'll make you guys proud. Right? And then his wife walks up to him and licks the blood off his shirt. Incredible. Yo, that story, that story is beautiful. That story is fucking beautiful. Okay? Yaku is a family man. Okay? He's a family man. He loves his kids. He loves his wife. Bruv, my voice is snap, crackling, and popping today. Because I'm preaching. Legit, bruv, I'm fucking preaching. And not only that, I've been dropping a podcast a fucking day because I'm a hard worker. Legit. I've been dropping podcast after podcast after podcast after podcast. I'm camping in the stew. My voice is leaving me for another man. What happened to loyalty? What happened to fucking loyalty? Bruv, these bitches ain't loyal. These bitches ain't loyal, but I digress. Bruv. I miss apartheid. Okay? I really do. I miss apartheid. That's it. These motherfuckers are out there shooting innocent black people. Right? With fucking rubber bullets. Right? At a thousand miles per hour. All because those people, right, who work for a fucking clinic or some shit, they are fucking health workers. Those people were out there asking for fucking PPEs, right? I think PPE means personal protective equipment or protection equipment, right? All I know is there's a fucking personal in there. And a fucking protective or protection in there and uh, equipment. Right? PPE. These people were asking for fucking respirators. Right? Ventilators. Gloves. The bare minimum. Right? The bare minimum. These people are at the front lines, bruv. The front lines. Of our war against COVID-19. And then black policemen rolled up on them and shot them with rubber bullets. I repeat, they shot healthcare workers with rubber bullets because they were asking for the bare minimum. Just to be able to do their jobs. They were asking for the fucking bare minimum. Black cops are shooting black healthcare workers in South Africa for shits and giggles. For fun. The reason why I say I miss apartheid is because 
at least if we were living in that era, right? Those black nurses would be getting shot because they were black. They would be getting shot because the white dudes at the other end or on the other end of the gun hated them, right? Now they get shot for shits and giggles. And I don't respect that. And nobody should. Nobody should respect that. Okay? If you are going to shoot me, bruv, hate me. Authentically so. Legit. Don't just shoot me because you are having a slow day. Don't just shoot me because you are fucking frustrated. Right? You're sexually frustrated because, y'all, COVID is here, so motherfuckers ain't fucking. Right? Motherfuckers ain't fucking, bruv. So they got blue balls. They got blue balls. They're fucking miserable. Bruv, don't shoot me because your wife ain't riding you. Okay? Don't shoot me because your boyfriend ain't riding you. You got to cover all bases. Got to cover all bases. Right? Bruv, don't shoot me because you just want to have a bit of fun. Don't shoot me because you are fiending for some action. Because all of the fucking cinemas are closed. Don't shoot me because you are bored. Bruv, don't shoot me because you hate yourself. And now you are taking out all of that fucking hate on me. Don't shoot me because you hate yourself. And now you want to hate on me. Because that's not real hate. Real hate is you love yourself so much that you believe that you should be the only person left on this fucking planet. That's how white hate rolls. White hate rolls like this. It's like, hey, look, I'm better. I feel like I'm better than you. So much so, I believe that you shouldn't exist. So I'm going to work very hard to fucking eradicate your race. That's how white hate rolls. Okay? You hear me, bro? That's how white hate rolls. So don't shoot me because you hate yourself. That shit ain't real. I don't respect that. Hello, I'm Larry David. Obviously, somebody put me up to this because it's generally not the kind of thing I do. But I basically want to address uh, the idiots out there. And, and you, you know who you are. You're going out. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're socializing too close. It's, it's not good. You're hurting old people like me. Well, not me. I have nothing to do with you. I'll never see you. But, you know, other, let's say other old people who might be your relatives. Who the hell knows? But the problem is you're passing up a fantastic opportunity, a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to stay in the house, sit on the couch, and and watch watch TV. I mean, I I don't know how you're passing that up. Well, maybe because you're not not that bright. But uh, uh, here it is. Go home, watch TV. That's my advice to you. Um, 
you know, if you've seen my show, nothing good ever happens going out of the house. You know that. There's just trouble out there. It's not a good place to be. So stay home and, and you know, don't see anyone. Except maybe if there's a plumbing emergency, let the plumber in and then, you know, wipe everything down after he leaves. But that, but that's it. Okay. Wow. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. The Tiger King drama just keeps unfolding. They never even gave us a chance to respond to many of the false claims that ended up in the documentary. Carol Baskin's husband, Howard, gets choked up responding to his and his wife's portrayal in the Netflix docuseries. Anyone who spends an hour with Carol would come away knowing that there was no way she had any involvement in Don's disappearance and that the vicious rumors that were spread by his family are absolute nonsense stuff about meat grinders and, and septic tanks. In the nearly 10-minute long YouTube video, Howard says he and Carol thought they were making a blackfish-like docuseries about the abuse of tigers in captivity, but it became something else. As far as I can tell, their only goal was to make something as inflammatory and salacious as possible so that Netflix would pay them millions for it. He also responds to speculation that Carol had something to do with the disappearance of her second husband, Don Lewis. This week, Kim Kardashian tweeted asking followers if they thought Carol killed her husband. I doubt if Kim will see this video, but if she were to come and spend an hour with Carol, I know she would have her answer and I know what it would be. And of course, we would welcome her visiting if she wanted to. Kim Kardashian isn't the only celeb aboard the Tiger King roller coaster. Cardi B was stanning Joe Exotic. It's not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. She even tweeted about starting a GoFundMe account to free Joe from prison. That was until this video surfaced. What's going on here in this country? It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word, but you can get on YouTube and watch any black man's rap video and they're calling each other the N-word. What the hell is this discrimination? I'm white, I can't say the N-word and they can't. To which Cardi replied, oh hell no, nah. feed him to the lions immediately. Only time will tell who will star as Joe Exotic in the upcoming limited series that's currently in development, but E.T. can confirm SNL star Kate McKinnon is set to star as Carol Baskin. Carol herself released a statement about the series imploring Kate McKinnon to not use real big cats and cubs in the making of the show. Quote, it would be cruel to use real big cats in a television series about cruelty to big cats. Every man needs to get himself a woman like Carol Baskin. Bruv, and that shit is going to be hard. Because women like Carol Baskin are hard to find. You don't just fucking stumble on a Carol Baskin. No. No. You can't be walking around your fucking neighborhood and fucking, you know, stumble on a Jessica. Right? Stumble on a fucking Megan. Right? Stumble on a Mary. On my TD. But, bruv, yo, 
a woman like Carol Baskin is fucking hard to find. She's fucking rare. She's rare. Legit. You don't just find that, bro. No. She's fucking rare. She's a flawless diamond. You don't just find a Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin is fucking special. And you know what, bro? Carol Baskin is fucking loyal. Legit. And, bro, she's willing to kill for fucking loyalty. If you ain't real to Carol Baskin, if you ain't loyal to Carol Baskin, if you ain't keeping it a thousand with Carol Baskin, bro, listen, you gonna end up six feet under all in a fucking tiger's tummy. Legit. That's how Carol Baskin rolls. Bruv, I believe that Carol Baskin is the modern day Juliet. Legit. And Don Lewis was Romeo. He died. So, bruv, you see? Romeo and Juliet right there. Right there. Their fucking love ended tragically. Legit. Don Lewis disappeared in the fucking 90s. Nobody knows where he's at. Motherfuckers are out there saying, Ooh, I think Carol killed him. Well, no shit. <laughs> hey, bruv, hey, no shit. Thank you for sharing info that we already know. Bruv, hey, listen, you are fucking unique. You know? You know everything. You got all the files. You got all the info. You are fucking unique. So thank you, bro. Thank you for sharing all of that fucking useless info. You think Carol Baskin killed Don Lewis? Hey, bruv. Obviously. Duh. Bruv, thank you for sharing all of that fucking obvious info. Bruv, everybody under this here sun knows that Carol Baskin killed her husband. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. But, 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 Carol Baskin is still out here thriving. Surviving. And bruv, yo, she's more than surviving. She's doing great. Bruv, Carol Baskin is out there taking down her enemies one by one. Winning all of her fucking wars. Legit. And bruv, yo, she got herself a new husband. A cock. Right? And that fucking cock. Yo, that dude is a fucking lethal weapon. That fucking guy is a ninja. Legit. That fucking guy moves like the fucking mafia. Legit. Bruv, when I saw how he does business, I got inspired. Legit. Bruv, yo, yo, I got inspired. I started talking to people like, hey, I'm going to do a little bit of that for you and a little bit of this, okay? And then you, you, you are going to pay me for my services. Capish? That's how I started talking. Legit. That's how I started talking to people. Bruv, yo, I had a phone call with my grandmom the other day. Legit. And I was like, hey, 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 granny, look, 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 look. 
You can't refuse this fucking offer. Okay? You can't refuse this offer. It is what it is. You have to say yeah. Because if you don't look, you might wake up tomorrow and you might see a fucking a stallion's head in your bed. A little man's head in your bed. You never know. Capish? And my granny was like, oh, uh, uh, I was just saying hi. I was just saying, uh, uh, blah, blah, be safe. I mean, this corona thing is killing people. Legit. Bruv, yo, that dude moves like the fucking mafia. He moves like the fucking Don Corleone of the big cat world. Bruv, Carol Baskin is out here fucking winning all of her fucking wars. Bruv, Carol Baskin is the fucking Thanos of the big cat world. Legit. Bruv, she took down the Iron Man of the big cat world. Joe Exotic. I call him Jay Exotica. Legit. I call him Jay Exotica. Bruv, that fucking dude is a legend. That fucking guy is special. Joe Exotic is fucking special. Legit, bruv. He wanted to be famous. Guess what? He became famous. He wanted to be a superstar. Guess what? He's now a fucking superstar. He's a fucking global phenomenon. Bruv, Halloween 2020 is going to be wild. Legit. Everybody is going to be dressed as fucking Joe Exotic. That fucking guy is a star. Legit. But I digress. Fucking Carol Baskin. Is the Thanos of the big cat world. And she took down the fucking Iron Man of the big cat world. Legit. She fucking snapped her fingers. Right. And all of that fucking tiger bullshit. That Joe Exotica was pushing. Went out in flames. Legit bruv. My nigga Joe Exotica. Jay Exotica. Joe Exotic. Went down. And fucking Carol Baskin took him down. Now my nigga Jay Exotica is chilling in a fucking cell. All because of a failed attempt to kill the unkillable, the fucking invincible, Carol Baskin. Bruv, get yourself a Carol Baskin type chick. Legit. Make your song and get yourself a Carol Baskin type beat. All facts. And when you move, bruv, yo, make Carol Baskin type moves. Because Carol Baskin is the one. She's our modern day Juliet. Bruv, yo, Carol Baskin is a fucking legend. You know? And bruv, yo, as I was watching that show, right? Tiger King on Netflix. Right? I was like, hey, listen, hey. Dawn had to go. You know? Listen, bruv, listen. Dawn had to go. Bruv, Dawn, uh, yo fam, yo. Dawn was out there just, you know, he wasn't loyal. 
to fucking Carol. He wasn't loyal to the cause. Right? He wanted to sell the fucking Cubs. What? Nah. You gotta go. You gotta go because Carol Baskin has a good heart. You wanna sell the fucking cats? Huh, Don? Is that what you wanna do? You wanna sell the fucking cats. That's what you wanna do. Bruh, all Carol wants to do is to save the cats. That's it. That's it. She doesn't wanna make money from the cats. No! Carol Baskin has a good heart. Okay? Carol Baskin has a great heart. Bruv, did you see the cages that Carol Baskin had her fucking tigers in? Huh? Very modest. Bruv, Carol Baskin is a multi-millionaire because, you know, she killed Dawn and then she inherited all of Dawn's money. Where it is Dawn was worth like 20 plus million dollars or some shit. She inherited all of that. Right? She's a fucking multi-millionaire. Right? She inherited all that guapi, but she lives a very frugal lifestyle. Legit. She's not flashy. No. Hence the fucking cages. That she built for those fucking cats. She got, where did she got like 12 cats? They super modest. They are old, rusty, right? And they probably smell like shit. But bruv, that's what modesty is. Modesty is having the money, right? Is having the money that can buy you anything on this planet. But, but you choose not to. You choose not to be fucking materialistic. You choose to live a fucking simple life. That's Carol Baskin, bro. There's no difference between Carol Baskin and Bill Gates. Right? You know that picture, that famous picture of Bill Gates standing next to fucking Warren Buffett. Right? And motherfuckers are like, oh, there's no Gucci belt in sight, yo. No Versace in sight, y'all. Nothing flashy, y'all. Even though they could be wearing all of that, but, you know, they just don't have the fucking logos displayed on their fucking cardigans, right? They could just be wearing fucking Prada and Gucci and etc., right? But they don't have the fucking logos on them. They buy the fucking low-key versions of those things. But I digress, Right? That's Carol Baskin too. Carol Baskin moves like fucking Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. She's got the money. She can buy the whole fucking cat world. She just chooses not to. Because she's modest. Right? Bruv, yo. Every man needs to get himself a Carol Baskin type woman. Legit. Bruv, she's willing to die for the fucking cause. Okay? She's willing to die for the fucking mission. She's about it, about it. And not only is she willing to die for the cause, bruv, she's willing to kill for the cause. She already has a body. Okay? She already has a body, bruv. Carol Baskin is more gangster than most gangster rappers out there. 
Carol Baskin is a fucking G. Legit. Legit, bro. Fam, yo, 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 yo. Have you seen Carol Baskin? She's a fucking gangster, bro. And she's colorful. Right? She's a party all by herself. She's a fucking party. Bruv, yo, Carol Baskin looks like a fucking big cat festival. Bruv, she's colorful 24-7, 365. Bruv, Carol Baskin is a bright spark in this dark world. She's always smiling, always happy. Is it creepy? Yeah. Bruv, that shit gives me goosebumps. Legit. But fam, I love it because that's what life is all about. Life is all about fear. Legit, life is fucking scary. Life is all about fucking fear, bruv. Fam, if you are not living on your fucking toes, you ain't living. Okay? You ain't living. If you don't have your fucking head on a swivel, bruv, the fuck are you doing? You ain't living. Okay, bruv? You are not living. Carol Baskin is important on this fucking planet. We need her. We fucking need her. Does she need to fucking fix her teeth? Yeah, of course. Her teeth are fucked up. But fam, that's neither here nor there. Carol Baskin is a fucking festival. Carol Baskin is a fucking party. And bruv, She's a fucking gangster on top of all of that. Okay? Bruv, what I'm trying to say is, Carol Baskin is that gangster party that Tupac and Snoop Dogg were rapping about. Legit. Carol Baskin is a fucking gangster party. And I love it. Yo, 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 listen. Listen. I never give out fucking dating tips on this podcast because, yo, let's keep it a buck. We talk about some real shit over here. We talk about some real shit on this podcast. Do we make it funny? Yeah, of course. We have to. It's a fucking comedy podcast. That's what we do, right? We bring the fucking funny. Legit. We bring the funny, but bruv, listen. This week, I want to give you guys some fucking dating tips. Okay? Okay? And tip number one. Be a real nigga. Legit. Because fam, if you are not a real nigga, listen, and this applies to all of y'all. Black or white. Right? Black or white. White dudes are niggas too. Legit. So, bruv, be a real nigga. Be about your money. Be about your fucking work. Have a mission in life. If you want to get yourself a Carol Baskin type girl, you have to get your shit together. Okay? You have to have a family. You have to be married. Right? You have to have millions in the bank account. You have to be at least fucking 80 years old. You have to be old. You want to get yourself a fucking Carol Baskin type chick? Bruv, get married first. Don't be dumb. Hey, dummy. 
Don't be a dumb dumb. You're already dumb. Don't be a dumb dumb. Get married. Right? Get kids. Legit. Sort your fucking credit out. Make sure that everything is good. Right? And then go after a girl like Carol Baskin. Don't be stupid. Dating tip number two. Don't have style at all. Legit. Bruv, my nigga Don, Don Lewis. Hey, bruv, yo, he wasn't materialistic. He wasn't stylish, no. He dressed like a fucking homeless guy. Basically, do whatever Kanye's doing. Right? And Kanye is a fucking style icon. So, yo, bruv, yo. Whatever Kanye's wearing, wear that. Wear that. Okay? Be humble. Don't be out there rocking fucking Gucci belts. A Carol Baskin type chick doesn't like them G's on your fucking crotch area. Right? She doesn't want them G's all up on your fucking crotch area. Nah. She doesn't fuck with that. She wants you to be humble. She wants you to look like a homeless dude. That shit is fucking attractive to her. She respects that. She likes that. Dating tip number three. If you want to get yourself a Carol Baskin type girl, you have to be willing to die. Hey, bro, are you willing to die? Huh? Are you willing to die because you have a fucking different opinion? Are you willing to die because you want to do things differently? Huh? Are you willing to die because you just had a little fucking spat? Spat, you know? I was spat with your fucking girl. Are you willing to die over that fucking spat? It don't matter how fucking minuscule it was or is. Bruv, are you willing to die over that? Because Dawn did. Right? Because Dawn did. And bruv, Dawn was a lucky man because Dawn scored himself Carol Baskin. The real Carol Baskin. Not a Carol Baskin type girl. No. The real Carol Baskin. So bruv, hey. Those are my dating tips. Use them, don't use them. Dish what it is. Okay? It is what it is. Bruv, Carol Baskin is important. We need women like Carol Baskin to fucking lead the world. Okay? We don't need people like fucking Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, the AOC. We don't need her. You know why? You know why? Because the AOC... Is a fucking dream merchant. Right? She's out there saying, ooh. Yo, I'm a fucking social democrat. Right? Democratic socialism. Ooh. But, bruv, she's not backing Bernie. Bernie is on his own. The AOC is out there running around. Right? Where it is, she's playing ball with the fucking Democrats. She's playing ball. Right? She's like, hey, listen, I'm going to do whatever the fuck you guys want me to do. 
You know why? Because she's fucking selfish. Like all these other motherfuckers. She's just like any other fucking politician. Okay? They're all the same. The same. Bruv, my voice is just fucking flying out. It's just fucking flying out. Right? It's going to fucking Guadalajara. Or Guatemala. This is what it is. But yeah, bruv. The AOC is out there playing ball. With the fucking establishment. Because she wants to be president one day. And she realized that if she wants to be president. She has to fucking play ball. She has to play by the fucking rules. Right? That fucking party is not a mama's party. It is not a papa's party. No, no. No, no. That party has been around way before the AOC. And brav, it will be there way after the AOC. These are all facts. But I wish all the best. But still, we don't need women like her. We need women like Carol Baskin. Legit. Because women like Carol Baskin lead with an iron fist. Legit. They get shit done. Oh, no. (laughs) No, scrap that. They don't rule with an iron fist. They rule with a fucking tiger fucking paw. Legit. I like that shit. Carol fucking Baskin. Wow. What a woman. What a fucking woman. Carol Baskin, bruv. Yo, people like Carol Baskin don't believe in fucking divorce. No. 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 If she fights with her fucking husband, yo. She feeds that nigga to the fucking tigers. I like that energy. It's real. It's rugged. It's raw. It's bloody. It's gruesome. It's morbid. That's planet Earth. That's planet fucking earth. Bruv, yo, this episode is fucking dark. This episode is dark. And I love it. Because, bruv, yo, we are living in a dark time. Hey, we are living in a super dark time. Buckle the fuck up. Legit. It's about to get fucking wild. Legit. People like Carol Baskin don't believe in divorce, bruv. They don't. But motherfuckers in China, evidently those fucktwats believe in divorce. Bruv, I read a story a few days ago that married couples in China are fucking divorcing. Post-lockdown, they're divorcing. Where it is the fucking divorce rate is super high in China. The fuck is going on over there? You see, bruv, I told you. People don't fuck with one another. Number one. Number two, people don't fuck with themselves. Right? Motherfuckers be out there getting married to people that they don't even know. And not only are they getting married to fucking strangers. They're staying in those fucking marriages. And that shit is super weird to me. But, but, I believe that 
most of these couples stay married because they never get to spend time with one another. Right? Motherfuckers in China are always working. They've got this thing called 996, right? Where motherfuckers work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. Insane. They're always working. So these married couples never get to chill with one another. They don't really know one another. They don't. Right? And now that the whole world is getting locked down, they are being forced to spend time together. And, you know, now they're realizing that they have nothing in common. Right? They are being forced to fucking chill together all day, every day. And they realize that, nah, fam, like, yo, we, yo, bruv, yo, we, we have nothing in common. This shit is not working. That's why they're divorcing. These people are always working. They're always at work and they have nothing in common, right? And now that everything is locked down, they realize that because they're spending time with one another all day, every day. They are around one another all day. Day every fucking day. You know? Ay, ay, ay. This fucking virus, you know? The corona fucking virus. And now, motherfuckers are out there debating mask or no mask. Ain't that some shit? Fuck. And for never was a story. Of more woe than this of Carol and her dawn. I mean, might as well.
from a big cat refuge Don't pick a fight with your wife Cause it's a big 40 acres And if you're not careful You'll be gone in the blink of an eye No bones, no remains But that won't change The fact that Dawn sure ain't coming back But you can't prosecute There's just no use There's nothing left but Tiger track Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here kitty, kitty Well, you can't find this taste in the zoo Oh, here kitty, kitty well, Mama Carol, she sure loves you interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Greetings, citizens of the world. This is a message from Anonymous for the World Health Organization. It is widely believed that you are a group that truly seeks to maintain the best public health around the world, but in the past few months, it has become apparent that you are more of a political organization than a public service. In fact, your allegiance to the governments that support you through massive financial donations has put the world in grave danger. The organization that you belong to has a very important responsibility, because it is trusted by most of the world for credible information. You are seen as the utmost authority on health information, and act as the arbiter of truth for up-to-date science on emerging diseases. Most media broadcasters, politicians, and health officials around the world have looked to your press releases and news conferences for the most up-to-date scientific information on the growing COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, and you failed miserably in your duty to protect the people. Your response to this virus has been a day late and a dollar short, every step of the way, beginning with your refusal to admit in the early stages of the outbreak that human-to-human -human transmission was taking place, when this fact was obvious to scientists and journalists around the world who were following the story and keeping up with the studies as they were being published. At the time, 
the Chinese government was doing its best to downplay the severity of the outbreak, and the World Health Organization acted as their mouthpiece, reporting whatever Chinese authorities told them to. As a result of this guidance, the entire world did not take the threat seriously, because everyone assumed that the World Health Organization could be trusted. Members of the World Health Organization also took months before finally declaring the coronavirus a global pandemic. During press conferences in recent months, representatives of the organization insisted that they wanted to avoid declaring a pandemic prematurely because they didn't want to scare anyone or create a panic. However, scientific findings have since shown that we were already dealing with a global pandemic by the time that Chinese authorities decided to quarantine Wuhan, because the genetics of the virus has been traced back to at least October or November 2019. What we see are epidemics in different parts of the world, affecting countries in different ways and requiring a tailored response. The sudden increase in new cases is certainly very concerning. I have spoken consistently about the need for facts, not fear. Using the word pandemic now does not fit the facts, but it may certainly cause fear. For the past several months you have insisted that this virus was not airborne, despite significant evidence, including multiple scientific studies suggesting that this was the case. Now that the whole world is in lockdown, you have finally admitted that this virus can be transmitted through the air, despite the fact that numerous scientific studies since January have confirmed this to be the case. The general population has been getting a very confusing message, and very bad advice, thanks to these conflicting reports, and the murky definition for airborne, that is being used by health officials. Since this virus is spread through the air, and can remain in the air for up to three hours, the use of N95 masks is very important in stopping the spread of the illness. Unfortunately, the United States and other undeveloped countries were caught off guard by the pandemic and are not prepared with enough proper protective equipment for medical health professionals, meaning that there certainly won't be enough to go around for the general population. The World Health Organization is ignoring the science and the common sense, but masks have been proven to drastically reduce the spread of illnesses like the one we are facing. There are many people in the United States who are learning this fact and are becoming upset about the lies that they have been told, and many of them are suggesting that the World Health Organization is helping the US government prevent panic by downplaying the importance of masks and transmission through the air. Let's not forget that the organization's largest donors are the United States government, the Chinese government, and the Gates Foundation. This is perhaps why W.H.O officials have refused to recognize Taiwan as a separate entity from China, and why the organization has praised the leadership of both the US and China, despite the fact that both governments have been criticized for their lack of transparency and the heavy-handed tactics that have been used to enforce quarantines. Let's face it, the World Health Organization is corrupt, and is more of a public relations firm for its donors than it is a bastion of public health. The organization does not have a good track record with outbreaks either, and rarely does anything of value to actually help. In 2015, the World Health Organization admitted that they did a bad job at handling the Ebola epidemic in West Africa. In the Ebola outbreak, the organization actually made many of the same mistakes, including waiting too long before declaring a global health emergency, a decision which scientists later said, undoubtedly contributed to the unprecedented scale of the outbreak. After the failed response to the Ebola epidemic, the previous director general was replaced with Tidros Adhanom Ghebreyesus who is now the face of the organization. Tidros also has a history of corruption, 
which includes downplaying the severity of a cholera outbreak in Ethiopia when he was the country's health minister between 2005 and 2012. In addition to misleading the world about the severity of the virus, you have also encouraged the draconian measures that governments have taken to enforce quarantines. As the Chinese government was silencing doctors and locking them in quarantine for speaking out, Tidros and others praised its response, and urged other governments around the world to take similar measures. Citizens of other countries, especially those in the Western world, thought that it could never happen in their neighborhood, but most governments seem to be taking the advice of the World Health Organization and have started to implement military-style lockdowns similar to those seen in Wuhan during the early days of the outbreak. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us.